The Premier League soccer season is heating up. Turn to Betting Weekly English Premier League on the Bet Rivers Network for the best bets and analysis for this week's features. Subscribe to Betting Weekly Premier League today wherever you get your podcast. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Welcome to the Cobras and Fire Podcast Network. Rock's not dead, it's hiding. And you found it. Way to go. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. My name is Josh. You may know me from my podcast, Talk To Me, but probably not. Besides hosting a podcast you've never heard of, I am also a musician you've never heard of. I have toured with many bands, recorded many albums, and played in front of many people. While I've enjoyed great success, none of it would be possible without the greats who paved the way and influenced my journey. Of course, I'm talking about Justin Bieber. See... Not only am I a fan of horribly executed football, I also love the Beebs. I mean, who doesn't? His sometimes blonde hair, super sweet tattoos of various religions, that time his dick was all over the internet, I, Joshua Toomey, am nothing without the Beebs. And did I mention Kanye West is a genius? Anyway, here's another amazing episode of Cobras and Fire, Loose Cannon and Baco aren't just amazingly good-looking. They also smell great. Skull Vikings. And Baco, I hope you enjoy going 1-15 with Sean Hill as your quarterback. Enjoy this episode of Cobras and Fire. But also check out Talk To Me, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you get your fine podcasts. Have a great day, everybody. Uh, what was that, Baco? That was uh, that was today's uh, show's intro. What'd you think? You like it? It, it sounded a little different. There's somebody that goes <laughs> by the name of Tume. I think it's French. Yeah, yeah. It's it's actually pronounced Tumi. Uh, you you you've heard of the podcast? Talk to me, right? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. This, this is the uh, this is the all kiss unmasked uh, <laughs> podcast, correct? Yes. Talk 
to me. Talk to me. Talk. Yeah, I could see that. How many episodes they got talking about that song? Um, I think zero, but I am surprised he hasn't asked me to like record a version of that for uh, his uh, like a little you know theme song for the show. Like the the three sides of a shilling. <laughs> yes. Right. He, yes. Yes. He should be like Baco. Now that I lost a bet to you, and I'll touch on that. Uh, do this, whatever. Anyway, yeah, he, uh, him, and I are uh, unlike you, Luce. We like sports, and, uh, <laughs> and unlike you, we are stupid about it. And uh, we had a. He is a fan of the Tennessee Titans, who the Minnesota Vikings, my favorite squad, mm-hmm. uh, played in Week One, and we had a little bet going, and the loser had to do an intro for the winners' podcast written by the winner. So, I see. There you have it, and that's uh, how'd it go? Uh, well, the podcast. I mean, oh yeah, and then I also guested on his podcast, and that was great. Um, he's a uh, he's a pretty fun guy, and um, do, are you familiar with the Decibel Geek guy, Mike, who runs the Instagram page? Uh, I I only know that he's he's taking some great pictures. I mean, he is in mm-hmm. Louisville or where, where is he at? Yeah, the, they're both in Louisville. Oh, okay. And and uh, he joined the podcast too, so it was like a another meeting of a a, a fellow decibel geek. But he also has his own podcast out, which I think we should mention. It's called Off Our Meds. <laughs> and uh, but the. the, the the best I can get it is it's on iTunes or you can follow them on Instagram and get it in, in one minute snippets. But I got to tell you, Luce, it's not bad. What is not bad? Their podcast. It's kind of funny. It's it's a bunch of kind of like Southern draw rednecks kind of talking about almost anything. <laughs> well, I heard him on the, the Metallica episode. He guested, uh, uh, Mr. Tumay, uh, guested on that one. So... Yeah, he seems like a cool dude. Well, that's good. Getting the, the Cobras and Fire word out there and and joining forces. Uh, that that's what's great about it. Maybe no, we'll have maybe no. we'll have him and uh, uh, Instagram man on our show. Anyway, so you know it's been a, it's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, About a month? it's been almost a month at least. Oh my goodness! And and we you know we busted out a an epic session that that we talked about the Dio hologram. <laughs> we debated. Uh, uh, <laughs> Blackie Lawless's meat uh, addiction and finding finding <laughs> Jesus and and Paul Stanley talking about a Lickosaurus and you know, but it, it's been hard to get back together. So I miss you, you know, man. Yeah, I miss you too. I miss your I miss your Musk as usual. Yes. And you know, but I got to tell you, after those those three episodes, I realized that you know, as far as online, you know, you know what Bitcoin is, right? I do. Okay, so that's online currency. I think that we are slowly creating our own <laughs> currency of podcast gold. We can actually trade it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm with you, though. Like your friend Rob thought the third episode, the drunk is shit episode, that was yeah. not the best of the three. <laughs> Maybe. But he thought it was. Yeah, I know. It, it's, uh, what I usually do in life is whatever he says, I do the opposite. Mm. But going um, into a little recap on on my side, uh, we've yes. both had we've both had a little issue with the studio. Uh, well, first off, let's talk about what the theme of today is. What's the theme? We're get, we went to concerts together apart, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, we're gonna talk about them. <laughs> we both went to a festival on the same weekend. We did. Which one did you go to? 
I went to Grand Rock Timber 4, baby. Describe what that is a little bit. It's, well, uh, if if you paid any attention to what we do, I was there last year at 3, and it's basically bands from the 80s, you know, you know, showing up with whoever they can get together. Some of them full lineups, some less. All the way down to one original member on a handful of the bands, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's two days of just kind of fun. Honestly, as 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 bad as some of the bands may have been, most of them were good, and everybody there had a blast. And it's a lot of old white people standing in a parking lot drinking beer. And yeah, yeah, pretty much like every concert I go to. So, what about okay, you, so, Loose? What yeah, were you so- doing? I went to the first annual High Elevation Fest. At Fiddler's Green in Denver, Colorado. And next year, fewer porta potties and more stages and more <laughs> yeah. days. We'll, we'll go into that. But yes. but yeah, so my lineup was more <laughs> your modern bands, yeah. uh, Volbeat, uh, Texas Hippie Coalition, Shaman's Harvest, a bunch of ones that I hadn't they really heard of that much. They the AEG Summer Tour every year. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. It's, it's another AEG Fest. But... So that's the theme, kids. We're going to kind of go back and forth. So we're, we're basically going to go old band, newer band, old band, newer band to kind of, you know. And not only it. that, but like if, if um, we started the, the summer podcast with a festival kind of warm up and now we're ending summer with a festival wrap up. That is true. So we're, we're, we're fair and balanced oh, here at, uh, at Cobras and Fire, Cobras and and Fire News. Oh, yeah. So who wants to go first? Well, apparently, I think you should. <laughs> <laughs> I should? All right. Well, you know, uh, before I get into high elevation, I do want to say that, you know, coming into it, I had high expectations for the fact that you told me that both Wilson and Crowbot <laughs> were going to be at the show. And we announced it on the show. We announced it in the intro of, of the Wilson episode, I believe. I don't recall any of this. You don't recall sending me a message saying, hey, man, I saw the, the tour and they're coming to high elevation. Was it me? Okay. Anyway, uh, you, you are somewhat <laughs> yes, exempt. Yes, I know. All right. You're somewhat exempt. The, the poster could, could definitely be a, you know, it was ridiculous. The poster said in teeny tiny small print like you would see in um, like a drug ad or whatever like that some kind of asterisk saying they wouldn't be at that particular festival. It was very hard to, to see. So I give you, I, I, I let it go a little bit, but point being is that's a segue to, thank you. Let's, let's, let's play a crowbot song. Tell me about the new album. You've heard it, you know, a couple of weeks early because of your, your uh, power in the music industry and your connection to this band. Let's talk, break it down. It's an, it's amazing. As good or better than the first or different or? You know, uh, as good for sure. Maybe a little better. But the first one was almost like a life-changing thing, you know. And and when you follow that up, it's like it's difficult to match that. But it's it's more polished, but it's everything that you would expect. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I think I threw it in my review that I, th- I was kind of worried that these guys might actually eventually kind of do a Black Crows thing. Black Crows thing where they sort of drift into this jam band territory and become a little more hippie and less just straight-up rock three, four, five-minute songs. And 
Oh, well, album two is uh, is not a disappointment for me on that level, but yeah, it's fucking great. It's 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 riffy. It's got that Sabbath feel. Yeah, but you you're a bit of a fanboy. Yeah, I'm a little bit, but I, I don't think people should just dis, dis, dismiss my opinion because of that. But are you being are you being critical? I uh, I am being critical because uh, they're better than everybody else, and they can all respect <laughs> themselves. So. So you have no criticism, uh, no criticism at all. It's just a perfect album. No, it's not a perfect record, but uh, it's damn close. It's actually it's a perfect follow up from uh, uh, something supernatural. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's more polished. It's I don't know. It's got a kind of a cool sound, but it's still got everything you want from Crowbot. So I don't know who's the who's the producer. Anybody? Yeah, I think it's the same guy. It's uh, same dude. Machine is it? I'm sorry, I wasn't prepared to answer that question. Uh, next. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I just didn't know if when you said it's more polished, if they got some, you know. My understanding producer. is it was the same producer. I, I, okay. I, I'm again. I don't have the press release in front of me, but my recollection was that when I first got it, you know, weeks before I got the advanced copy, um, was that uh, once again producing was and it was something like a guy named Machine or something. I, like I sound like an idiot talking about it, so let's just move on. So I've heard only one song, and that's a song about um, uh, why'd you bring your dad to the party or debt or who paid your something. dad to be here? Yeah, it's yeah who, who, pay, who paid your debt to be here? It sounds like it's who. Yeah, that's the actual lyric, but they they made the video where um, it was like a misheard lyric, and like all these dads show up with signs that say "Who paid your dad to be here." Um, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, not for sale. That was the first song they, they. Okay, I believe it's the first single too. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. So which one do you want? To, that's the song I've heard, and to me, it just kind of sounds like the first album. So, um, what song do you want to feature, though? I want to play the title track. Welcome to Fat City. Wonder what it's like to live 
All right, Baco. You ready to crack open some beers and, and talk about Rocktember? Yes. I'm set on my end. Listen, <laughs> the one thing I need to fucking know right now, like I was going to go in chronological order, but I cannot wait. Cannot wait to find out more. I mean, you're basically going to have more comedy from your experience. <laughs> oh, it by, has to by be. Default. Although I, I read your article too. It was fucking great. The Dust Bowl. <laughs> Oh my God! We'll we'll go into that in a second. Okay, but, but I'm saying I'm saying the comedy isn't far. The bands themselves providing the comedy. Okay, that's oh. what I'm talking about. And that is, I need to. We cannot wait. We're not going to wait. The the elephantitis <sighs> in the room that is the blotzer. I need to know how Rats <laughs> set was. Start to finish, you sent me a text saying basically we are 30 minutes before somebody cancels. Yeah. <laughs> well, that. remember the, the last time we recorded, I predicted they wouldn't make it. I know, but you, but we said that. So I was like, I have this, 30 minutes before I'm right. And I, and I was and you, wrong. Uh, they, they showed you said up. That, you said that they need to show up just arms and legs and parts of people. <laughs> To make up rat, whatever makes it, just it's just somebody get on stage with a broom or something and, and oh my and finish, god, finish the set. So break it down, man. Bring oh in the rat. my god, Luz. You know, as far as me, and I'm pretty sure you, it was fucking glorious. Oh, it was everything you expected, or or more, or what? I think it was just a little short. I wish that little blotzer speech would have been a little bit more stupid, but it was pretty stupid. Anyway, so yeah. Um, I, I got a question. Should yeah. we just can you want to just play it and then we'll we'll uh, comment on it? Yeah, let's play it. Here it is, Blots okay. TV. Okay. Who's this guy? Security. I'm just kidding. I'm out of the cage. I'm walking up here face to face. I love you guys so much. Here we got the squealing monitor going on. I, I hope y'all don't hear that because I hear that shit. But I do. What's up? Having fun? Hey, you guys remember me? Bullshit. Do you remember me? What's my name? That ain't my name. What's my name? Alright, my mom called me Robert, and I'll go with Bobby Blossom. And guess what, dude? Check it out. 35 years around, I got my gold watch. Right here. We're keeping it alive, man. We're keeping the rat thing going. Y'all loving the band? Anybody? I love these guys. We're having a good time. We want to keep rat out for y'all. For me, us, everybody out there. We don't want to in our car going, oh, DVD, CD, tape. Some of you guys still play tapes. Because I know you guys, when you were my little brothers and sisters, all of us in rat, we were like 22, 23. You guys were like 14, right? In your books, a rat logo. I remember that. I remember all you guys. Dan Halen, rat, Motley. I love it. So what? Thank you so much. Thank you guys for sticking with it. Because we're going to keep bringing it. And we're going to keep coming. So, let's get this done here. Then we get to the Viking game tomorrow. Kick Tennessee fucking ass, What up? Alright, that's good. I got to back to work. I love you guys. So what do you think? Is he validating everything he's doing? What is he doing? He was He was talking about the situation that is rat. And he was talking kind of like he was explaining it to people 
you know, who are aware of it, but he kept it. Uh, how, how should I pronounce this? Vag? Is that what? It, <laughs> uh, he, he kept vague, it, vague. He kept it vague enough that uh, if you had no idea, and by the way, at this point of the night, you know, most people really didn't care. They're they're just listening to rat. Right. Um, uh, that you would think nothing of it. It was less than two minutes. He just basically, in their minds, came out and said, "Hey, man, thanks for coming out. I'm Rat. Gonna go back and play some drums. <laughs> That's all you need." He's he's well to me when I looked at it, he's like he could have done nothing. Really it would have been better. Right. He's he's basically saying, "Hey, man, I, this is still Rat and blah 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 blah," but. You know, after I saw that, I immediately went down the YouTube um, rabbit hole and found, <laughs> you know, the, this 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 interview that apparently you're aware of. But I yes, asshole. <laughs> what do you mean? Whatever. Carry on. I, I didn't. I'm mad that at you right now. Just talk. All right, fine. But the, 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 the Eddie Trunk interview, Another when he fuck. refers to repeatedly some issue, he, has, he takes issue with, with Don Dockin and refers to him throughout the interview as Donkey. Hey, by the way, guess guess who played uh, right before them and had all sorts of uh, equipment failure right at the end that dragged the end of their set for a half hour late? So you're telling me that Dockin went on before Fake Rat? Right before Fake Rat. And fucking then, amazing. As they have one song left, they blew out not one, but not two, but three consecutive guitar heads. And it was, I, I have a video of this too. <laughs> it was, it's a total shit show where, like, the corpse of Don Dockin is being paraded around while the bass player is trying to entertain the crowd. And uh, Mick Brown, he, uh, he gets the audience to sing him happy birthday because it's his birthday that day. And Kip Winger, of all people, comes out and fixes the amp. <laughs> so Kip, Kip Winger is, is Dawkins' roadie now? <laughs> so to speak. Uh, but, any, yeah. Like this, is amazing. Like, this is amazing. This is amazing. The only thing that would make it better is if, if you know how bands always uh, keep the crowd going and compliment the previous band is a Blotzer went, All right, everybody, what do you guys think of Donkey?
I have to tell you, Luce, the band sounded really good. Uh, I, that's why I knew you were going to tell me. I said that you're going to go there, and I guarantee they sound better than a regular rat. Well, they they sound like a really good cover band, right? That does rat. The singer probably sounded better than Stephen Piercy, but the band sounded like a good cover band. Right, I, I, I what you're saying. Uh, yeah. um, that's basically the weak, weak link is Stephen Piercy. Yeah, of course, but he he's like an up and down singer. But whatever, not really the point. I, there, I have to I have to admit for a, a bit, there was almost like this like really kind of like fun, fuck you kind of moment the way it came across like. Almost like he was in on the joke. Like he was like, "Fuck these guys!" Like it was, <laughs> it was almost enjoyable in that sense. Like he's literally like waving a giant middle finger to the guys in his band and doing this, and people are loving it. And while I can't really support it, I have to admit I kind of, if I'm right about that, I kind of appreciated that. But I don't think he's smart enough to do that. So at some point, at some point, you find yourself being like, "This is this is pretty good." Like you're getting into one of the songs, and you're like, "What am I doing?" Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, why am I enjoying this so much? Because <laughs> they're not yeah, fucking totally- up. Uh, but I, I got, I got the most fun out of the Blotz TV bit. I, I oh, by far, by far. I, I'm glad we could share that with everybody, and, and great job capturing that for the world. So. Well done. Okay, so that's Rat. Anything else to say about them? No. How was High Elevation? Well, let me break this down. You, you didn't. You know, you didn't actually set the the scene for for yours though, because I'm going to go into mine. Where is this held at? Is it an amphitheater? Is it a? Well, they call it an amphitheater, but it's a parking lot. Um, <laughs> uh, well, right. and, and to be fair, the stage is a permanent structure. And the buildings that house bathrooms and the the ticket office and all that stuff on the opposite end are permanent. Other than that, it's like a chain link fence around a parking lot. Um, it's tar. You can even see parking lot lines. Is it one stage or many? One. Uh, so how long are the set times between? Oh, they're they're actually very good. Fifteen minutes. Holy shit! All right. Okay, so that's your setup. Yeah. What's yours? All right. So mine's. Uh, in Denver, it's in a place called Fiddler's Green Amphitheater, which has been around since the beginning of time. <laughs> and it is about 15,000 is the capacity. And I only know that because they put that up on the, the board with the capacity for the day, like they do at games and everything like that. Really? So I'm get, I, I'm going to say that the capacity is probably a little bit more, maybe 16,000, but it was at least 90% full. I mean, it was it was packed halfway through the day. But the setup is you, you got your main stage like a normal amphitheater, uh, but the second stage, which you were referring to earlier, you have to leave the amphitheater completely and go into the parking lot. And by parking lot, I mean rocks and dirt. And when it's windy, what happens is the whole place turns into a dust bowl. And you got to realize this is a place that. And I put this in my article too. That, that charges nearly ten dollars for a PBR. Okay. That's the real bitch. Yeah. Well, that's part of it. But the main thing is, is that you know, you're, you, the second stage it takes about fifteen minutes to get over there. So you basically loose, loose. Yeah, yeah. loose. Yeah. You can't make money on a five dollar beer. 
I know you can't, but my point is, if you make money on on a ten dollar beer, you should be able to afford fucking asphalt since that place has been around since they're barely the breaking 70s. even at ten bucks. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. But anyway, yeah. So I had just like you, I had uh, Prospect passes and VIP access, and and I, I gotta tell you, it's just the overall vibe of this concert was that when I first was getting, first got the you know, authorization. I was looking at it. I was not that thrilled. There's only like three bands I was excited about, but I ended up having six, seeing six really good sets. And this, unlike some of the concerts you've been to, uh, AEG Live produced it. And I've been to Rock on the Range and other ones mm-hmm. like this. This thing ran like a military operation. I mean, unbelievable. There That's is my experience zero. with them too, by the way. It's not always been mine, um, but this one was just really impressive. I mean, seriously, if it said it was nine ten, they were nine oh nine was the start time. You know, they weren't late. Is my point. So that was good. This the facility itself wasn't the best, but yeah. So first band out the gate that that I saw was Shaman's Harvest. But you remember the song Dangerous we played mm-hmm. before, and. The only thing I'll say about that is that they they only allowed them, and this drives you nuts too, I'm sure, with like with Wilson yeah. and bands like that. They allowed them. They were on the main stage, which I was excited about. Twenty four minutes they were on stage. Yeah, a ridiculous. but six only, songs. It only irritates me when it's a band I want to see more of. Um, I like the. Uh, I don't know. The brevity, let, let me explain that more. Brevity. Let me explain that more. Every single other band played at least thirty. To 35 minutes every band yeah so they had the shortest set of all of them uh, absolutely 100 percent. because they usually played like eight or nine songs the other mm. ones okay no joke it was at least over 30 minutes 30 35 minutes anyway so the point being is they played six songs they killed it and i am i was going to feature their latest single called here it comes but what i'm going to feature instead is the first track that that got them noticed, which is the track Dragonfly. Maybe the sky's falling down around the babies. Maybe the world is gonna spin out of control. I don't care anymore. What if I quit the deal working for the men? Said I had enough of will, maybe I can. Cause I'm gonna end anyway. Tell me, doctor, what's the cure for the wicked man's blues? Falls to the sea I won't mind The cause of me Give me a beat 
Paco, what you got next? You know who I did see, Luz? Who'd you see? Whatever constitutes the band autograph now. <laughs> Here's, I know, turn up the radio. That's turn the only thing I know. The, the radio. radio! Nice. Do the, next, do the next part. I need to hear it. Got to give me some give more. Give me some more! <laughs> yes. Excellent. By the way, that beginning, though, especially when you watch Hot Tub Time Machine, is brilliant. Uh, that was a pretty funny movie. Yeah, man. So that was the first anybody... band on day one of Grand Rock Timber Four. Ooh, I, yeah. Oddly enough, they didn't play that song. Bullshit. <laughs> of course, it's bullshit. Can you imagine there'd be a riot? The whole place would be torn down. Oh. I'm not yeah. sure. Actually, probably not because I don't think most people knew who they were anyway. So how were they? How were they? Actually, really good. Um, it's yeah. only it's only the, the guitar player and I don't know some other guys at Meister told me who they were from and I don't remember, but uh, yeah I don't know I actually knew more of the songs than I thought I did, so it was it was fun. so what's what's one of them besides you know folk like me that just know that song, what are some additional tracks that you would recommend or what one do you'd like to feature right now, sir? I love the song Dance All Night and they opened with that.
next on uh, High Elevation? What was next on High Elevation was, you know I am a fan of bands with silly names, correct? Of course. Boba Flex, silly name, correct? Yes. Adele. <laughs> yes, that's a silly name. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so... Mariah Carey? There was one that was so silly that I didn't even wasn't even checking them out at all, and that was Twelve Foot Ninja, which doesn't make sense because the name itself is pretty badass. A Twelve Foot Ninja. I mean, yeah, but ninjas are super short. That's why they're fast. I guess. I mean, how many? I, I, I was. Is there two six foot guys that are well versed in martial arts? Is there? That's a good point. Is there what, five guys? If there's three fi- four foot guys. But what if it's five and I can't figure out the math between mm, that? Man. Then you get into, you get into decimals and all this shit. Whatever. You I could. I, I mean, because like in Japan, they use the metric system. Hmm. I don't think does the metric. All right, we're gonna move past. Hey, wait here. a second. The, That's fucked what? up. 12 what? Foot? What's that? Ninjas are Japanese. Japanese uh-huh. do not use the standard American system. There's no feet in Japan. <laughs> There's meters. <laughs> It should be like four meter ninja. You what a bunch correct. of fucking frauds. Uh, I'm gonna have to message their manager about this. They need to rename the band. It's a very good point. I, I do see what you're Liars. saying. Anyway, so these guys are not actually uh, from there. They are from Australia. So they're from down under and they so that's why they probably don't know the whole difference. But basically have you ever heard them before? Nope. Okay. So I checked out their debut album and was not a fan. Uh, but a lot of these bands, I mean, about a week before this fest hit, they came out with a new album. You know, obviously that makes sense. But, I, but, but, but like a week before the, this came out, <laughs> I checked out 12 Foot Ninja's new album. And I got to tell you, it's a combination of like Faith No More... System of a Down and Mike Patton's other band, Mr. Bungle, because it gets a little wacky. This is a band where if you want to hear something just full of tons of energy and, and originality, but maybe it's not your uh, – it's it, it's just different. That's all I can say. Kind of like Faith No More is different. But for me, Faith No More, can you take them in large doses? Yes. You can. Okay. Well, maybe this may – I'm more open-minded than you, you fucking prick. <laughs> all right well for the open-minded people <laughs> we are going to feature i think i'm gonna feature collateral hold on for a second let's see what i which one that nope i'm gonna feature the song post mortem by 12 foot ninja
was good. Yeah, it's different. A it, lot, lot, of, lot of styles jammed into a three-minute song. By the way, the album is less than forty minutes, but it feels in a good way longer just because the the ten tracks are so diverse. But definitely check it out. The new album is called Outlier. It has a really cool cover, red, and of course it has. What do you think it has on the cover? A twelve-foot ninja. As <laughs> a ninja, I didn't measure them, but yes. So well scaled. Yes, I understand. So back to you. Well, we're going to still back on day one. How will Jackal is next? Do you like Jackal? <laughs> I, had, I have. Uh, have you ever been I, rocked and rolled and jackaled off? I have not. I've never seen them live. I've heard people say they are good live. Are you one of these people that says this? I am, but I'm, I, it's it's hard to believe that even like with the time you spent in South Florida, that like. You hadn't like been walking somewhere and accidentally saw Jack alive because they're I've I've seen him so many fucking times. It's well, they played when I was in lived in uh, Northwest Indiana. They did. It's like uh, you're like walking along up. the street and you're like, oh, what's this on the ground? Oh, I'm at a Jackal concert. <laughs> well, I just like the fact that you you compared them. That lead singer Jesse James Dupree is a poor man's cross between Sammy Hagar and Gene Simmons. He's got the energy of Sammy and the, uh, I hate to call it marketing. Showman, showmanship. No, not even showmanship because okay. Gene doesn't have showmanship or marketability. Uh, <laughs> shamelessness of Gene Simmons. Okay. Hey, here's whiskey, but it's not just whiskey. It's Jesse James whiskey. Oh, I got you what you're saying. Yeah. Did, what, what was that? What was that picture you had? Was he, did they have a bow and arrow like Ted Nugent? Or what the fuck was that? No, it was actually a gun, kind of like our boy from the Texas Hippie Coalition. It was like <laughs> it was a gun mic stand, and he <laughs> shot it off at the very end. Main question is, did he play "She Loves My Cock"? Wee 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 wee. I'm asking you a question. Wee this wee wee. It is fun. It is funny to be a guy that's that's most famous of using a chainsaw in a song because it, it almost like you know at that point you can you can put out like Sergeant Pepper or whatever like that. People always remember you as a guy that has a chainsaw. Sergeant Pepper's lonely. <laughs> I hope you did enjoy that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of doing some other There is no better comparison. Fixing a hole in the... It's like... It's like pretty much Sgt. Pepper's and whatever record the fucking Lumberjack song is on. They're they're equals. Oh, my God. Paul McCartney's at home going, What did I think of? You know what, what, what Strawberry Fields needs, besides all these other effects, is some 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 chainsaw. What do you think? This is too fun. Oh, God. I told you if, we if we if we were more well planned, we should have the track list for uh, for Sergeant Pepper in front of it. Lovely Rita, meet a man. Can we do Woke a... Up, woke up, got out of bed, put a comb across my head. Woke up. <laughs> what would Go you ahead. do if I sang out of tune? <laughs> <laughs> 
Me, me, me. Okay, whatever. Yeah, Jackal was awesome. <laughs> now, Sergeant Pepper, remade, remixed by Jesse James Dupree. Uh, All your favorites with Chainsaw. <laughs> All right, continue with. <laughs> but but we, before we, we ruin beat, this by we... actually playing the Jackal song that you're going to pick, uh, <laughs> do you think anybody who likes Jackal has ever actually? Like been at home going, man. You know what? Right now needs is some jackal. <laughs> Where he's like, where's my jackal CD, honey? Who the fuck? I got their whole discography. Who stole it? Somebody broke into my house, stole nothing but my jackal collection. What the fuck did he fuck? Oh my god! I had the I had the, I had the special edition of the lumberjack. <laughs> I know. I mean, these guys obviously make their their money on the uh, the road or whatever like that. But but the, the the greatest thing is is that that it just showed up at some point. I must have played a jackal song because Spotify knows what you do. It follows you. Yeah. And it says it has this like um, thing called new release rate. <laughs> has new release radar. Wee and wee I look wee in wee there. Wee <laughs> <laughs> this guy likes chainsaw. <laughs> it cuts through everything. And anyway, so it shows up, and then I see this album that says Jack on the cover has a fucking uh, chicken next to a a little kid smoking, and it's like a black and white picture from like 1931 or whatever. And the <sighs> name of it is is Royako. Royako. I just heard him album? on the radio, and uh, he says he calls it Ryko. Ryko. Okay. So I'm looking at this, and all of a sudden, I'm looking at it. I'm staring at it because I'm like, I, I can't believe how ridiculous this cover is. And I slowly put together the pieces. I'm looking and I'm like, hmm, that's a cock on the cover. They have a, <laughs> a song called She Loves My Cock. This is an acronym. <gasps> what does it mean, Baco? Don't make me say it. I'm going to make you say it. I am the godfather. <laughs> I'm commanding you. It. All right, it's, I am commanding you. It stands for rock out with your cock out. <laughs> Which, I mean, they... It's 19- perfect for Jackal. I know it is, from But it's exactly the reason why nobody listens to their music. It's like, <laughs> I just want to see you fucking, fucking fire up a chainsaw, cut a chair in half, and light it on fire. Can we just do that? Let me just tell you some of these these song titles. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, there's some of okay, you can pick one of these. As soon as you hear a winner from the song title, we're going to play it. You okay. ready? Yeah, yeah. Disaster Piece, Rally, All Night Rodeo, Ahead of My Time, Just Because I'm Drunk, Everybody's a Winner. I'm drunk. Okay, well, hold on. We're not done. There might no, be another no, one that you like. Because I'm Drunk. Everybody's a everybody's as a winner. As soon as I heard one, <laughs> hold on, crazy. Just because I'm drunk. <laughs> hammer, hammer to the head. Limp dick, and blast off. Okay, I'm sticking with my initial choice. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna go with limp dick or hammer to the head. <laughs> no. All right, here is Just Because I'm Drunk, which I've never heard before. This is Five Minutes of Jackal. Five Minutes? Just because I'm drunk don't mean you're right. 
should have been home hours ago. Just because I'm drunk don't mean you're you think of that song classic jackal, classic, <laughs> classic jackal. Uh, anyway so we don't know if that song was good or not we just picked a random song uh don't what was it called drunk me drunk me don't call uh, me um, just because i'm drunk just because i'm drunk so point being is 
we don't want to end the episode <laughs> with that, with just Jackal. We want to end it in the high note. So one of the one of the bands that you thought was was great last year and this year was Tom Kiefer. Yes, and I've I have not seen Cinderella in probably like ten or fifteen years, but they they were fucking great then, and it was like on one of those. Um, Cinderella was, huh? Yeah, they really were. It was, I think, I'm gonna say two thousand or so. It was one of those combo concerts with a. You know when they're finally bringing back some of the '80s bands, but they just were spot on the whole set. So I'd love to see Tom Kiefer. But yeah, I, I mean, he's got like a you know, it's him and six other people, right? And, uh, you know, it's, it's keyboards, acoustic guitars, electric guitars. I mean, his album's backup, great. Backup I, I like his album a lot. And uh, yeah, it's he killed it last year and was even better this year. And because it's Minnesota, it was a it was a nice little touch that he segued. From um, the Joe Cocker version of A Little Help With My Friends into uh, Purple Rain. From the chorus right before the guitar solo, out. And that's how they kind of ended nice. the show. Cool. cool. And they nailed it. So, uh, fuck it. What, what, makes, what makes his uh, band like better than last or whatever? Like They just seem like they've been on the road more and they're just tighter. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think they're a little bit tighter is all. I mean, and they were great last year. So, I mean... It it might just be a little bit of a nuance, but uh, and is it a mix? Is it like uh, 50 percent Cinderella or majority new stuff, or what is kind of the the zone? Last year he played two songs from his uh, non Cinderella stuff. This year was all Cinderella or covers. What he didn't play any of his his stuff off his last album? Nope. That's that's weird. That's really I thought that's the whole point he's been promoting. Huh. Well, last year it had a big back backdrop that had the album cover on it. This year it just says Tom Kiefer Band. All right, man. So what do you want to end it with? Some of his solo stuff, Cinderella song. What do you want to end it with? Oh, man. Let's end it with the song he did not play this year, but he opened the show with last year, which was Falling Apart at the Seams.
Now, Sergeant Pepper, remade, remixed by Jesse James Dupree. All your favorites with Chainsaw. Hey, boys, it's the men here to see you. Want me to shoot them? The Premier League soccer season is heating up. Turn to Betting Weekly English Premier League on the Bet Rivers Network for the best bets and analysis for this week's features. Subscribe to Betting Weekly Premier League today wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.